Right, so uh, we're holding page 181, chapter 2 of section 7. Um, the chapter, the section that he's calling Between Us and Hashem. And uh, getting a little bit personal now in, in some of the, uh, the specific struggles, day-to-day kind of things um, that we face always in life, but certainly when we leave yeshiva, it uh, takes on a, a new urgency. We spoke last week about the idea of doing by not doing, the idea that a mitzvah's loisase is not just a negative, but there's a positive element, right? Because m- most, I should say much, or most of you know, the things, the challenges that we come across are not in the act of doing a mitzvah, right? We're not blowing shayfer and work every day. You know, we're, uh, we're abstaining from doing an Avera, but there's a tremendous positive element to that as well, right? You're not just, you know, you're actually building up, you know, your, yourself, you're, you're, you're exercising those, uh, the Kedusha, the muscles of, uh, of, of things that are right. Uh, he dedicates an entire chapter now to what's obviously a very serious and uh, um, important topic, and that's Arias. So again, we'll, we'll go through it, we'll kind of use his words, and, uh, and, and that's it. All right, so... The greatest challenge is Arayas. When a person is in the, relative, in the relatively sheltered environment of a yeshiva, so the less, you know, less interaction with women, and you know, there's a greater expectation of himself. You know, you're a young man that doesn't pass to, you know, to be involved in certain things, go to certain parties, talk to, to women. And in general, you're in yeshiva, you're not, uh, you're not exposed so much. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, the issue of Arayas, while certainly prevalent today, you know, the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the cloistered uh, shtetl has been knocked down and, and anyone with an internet connection is, is obviously not, can't be considered to be in yeshiva, right, completely, but there's a, relatively, the challenges are different. Once a person enters the outside world, he almost always interacts with women. He's shocked to discover that people expect a lot less of him and still less of themselves in the realm of Kedusha, right? This is in general, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a modern world where, you know, the, uh, there's a certain laxity in these things and, uh, and, uh, and so, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, you, know, you can get away with a lot more than you actually thought and, it's, uh, and you're not considered an evil person. Let's look at the situation, the wise eyes of the Rambam as he guides us in dealing with this most difficult struggle. So first of all, the Rambam says, and this is very important, it is the most difficult thing for most people, right? It is the most difficult thing. Arayas and Bias Asuris. Right? Right? The Gezel, right? Reuven Begezel, right? That is that, that a person is Mis'avalahim. And there was never a group of, there was never a time, a generation where people were not Prutzim but Arayas to be Asuris. Right? So this idea that, you know, uh, you know, you shouldn't say naively, once upon a time, everything was holy and saintly, oh, back in the day when everything was perfect and there was never an issue of, uh, you know, the things that are in the news these days. Ech. That was Amal, you know, Amal, that was only nowadays, a terrible generation, we're the worst generation, this is the Nisayan of our generation. No, <laughs> rather we need to recognize that the drive for prohibited relations has always plagued us and will continue to do so. New technology has not in and of itself created desires, and learning in Kyle, even for a decade, does not make it impossible that you're going to be ensnared by these things, right? So again, you know, the, the, the modern world does bring certain challenges, Right? But the, the basic idea of Arayas being one of the most difficult things, right? look at the Torah, we read it on Yom Kippur. Right? We read it on Yom Kippur, it's the Kriyasa Torah of Mincha Yom Kippur, it's Arayas. It's, 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 it's the strongest drive in a person, it's what motivates, you know, uh, it's what sells, it's what motivates you know, most of our economy, right? And, uh, and so we should, we should realize that the Torah, which comes to speak to human beings and, and, and have us grow as people, is going to have a lot to say about this. And the struggle and dealing with it is, 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 is fundamental. 
Was Gemara. Was the biggest Probably. I mean, listen, you, ha- you have both. I mean, Gimel Chamurais, but my bias he had all three. I, you know, it's not, it's not about, you know. But the Gemara says, Gemara says that Arais is always more, right? The Gemara says, you know, Kulam, Ruben Megazel, Kulam, Bakhishnara, right? Ruben Arais, what? On a bigger scale, it's more accessible, more accessible, much more. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The, 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 maybe then, then maybe then uh, certain times and certain places, but, uh, you know, certainly look back <laughs> at history at, uh, at, at, you know, at, at Roman societies and Greek societies and, uh, you know, I don't know. That's not uh, I mean, again. It's more open. Maybe there's there's again. There's also the internet is a different type of challenge, right? And I was looking at things on the internet is, is, is a different you know which we discussed. He already had discussed it a while ago, but uh, you know it's a different type of challenge. But the basic idea of uh, of, of of just again the, the first akuda is that. It's after shabbos. <laughs> well, there's before shabbos. Well, it depends where you're done. <laughs> okay, then he said like this, the Ramam, a very powerful Ramam, it's based on the Gemara Kedushin, ha-chachamim ha-yu-aymim the great Chachamim, the other Talmidim, his harubim mipnei biti, his harubim mipnei kalasi. Be careful when I'm with my daughter that I shouldn't do anything inappropriate with her. Be careful when I'm with my daughter-in-law that I shouldn't do anything inappropriate with her. Right? It's a Gemara Gemar Kedushin. Remain of Tarf and Tala Talmidim, be careful when I'm with my daughter, be careful when I'm with my daughter-in-law. And the Ramam says, Again, whether or not you know these gedolim had this specific issue, again the Rambam is saying not necessarily. It's Don't be embarrassed that you're struggling with such things. Right, warning them: stay away from yichud. There's nothing wrong with, with, with having this temptation. It's completely normal, and therefore you need to be careful. Right, don't uh, don't think that uh, you know there's something wrong with you, and then like you're just going to give up completely. Right? The Ram explains that this, right, it was meant to teach our Tamidim never to be ashamed of their sexual inclination. If we're ashamed, we leave ourselves unguarded, feeling that it can never happen to us. Right? Think about that. If you, if you ignore it, right, he's saying the other way. Right? If you ignore it and you say, ah, it's so embarrassing. Ugh, it's, it's straight. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to mention the possibility. Me, then, me, you talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? Then you're not going to guard yourself, right? Because you're going to think, I'm so ashamed of the whole thing. I'm so prude. I'm such a parush that uh, I don't have to worry about it. I'm a taxi driver. What do I know about these? What do you know? The room says it's a taxi driver. I'm the room. I just saw some of this big um, uh, storm in Virginia. This all the people stuck on the highway for 24 hours. So there was, an, there was someone in an Uber. And <laughs> Uber charged a guy's card, uh, like thousands of dollars. What? No, it's okay. <laughs> when, when that confidence is the gateway to sin, right? The idea that it can never happen to you and therefore I don't have to worry about it. I don't need uh, you know to have the restrictions that we'll talk about. Right? That's 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 the that's right, that you're opening you're, you're setting yourself up for uh, for, for stumbling. They taught their students there is no shame in admitting your vulnerability to sin. With this attitude, a person is always on guard. Right? He says, the shame is also can, un, can be a person's undoing for a second reason. If one ever becomes ensnared in some activity, he may be too ashamed to look for help until it's too, until it's too late. Right? He's so embarrassed that he's, involved, that he's uh, engaging in this Avera that uh, that's it. He's not going to look for the proper help. Let's therefore analyze a common scenario that we're going to look at the Rambam's advice. He's like this. A person is happily married to an attractive woman, yet finds himself being intri- interested in a colleague at work. Right? Why? Why is he? Well, what's, what's the pshat? 
he's happily married, he's a good guy. What's the pshat? So let's explore two of the reasons. The first is, uh, is well described in a Rashi, right? It says about Yifas Tayar, right? That, that the, you do a whole, uh, whole ceremony to make yourself unattractive to her, right? Right? Uh, it's, it's you put her in the house, when you enter, you're going to see her, right? She's stuck there in the house, wherever you go, she's going to be there. When you leave, she's there, right? You're going to see her crying, you're going to see her all disgusting, and it's kind of in order that she should be disgusting to you. In other words, she's going to sit here, the, 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 the fast tie that we're trying to discard you from being with, she's always there in the house, and you're seeing her in every situation, right? Let's compare a wife and a colleague. A man sees his wife at home, dressed casually, not made up. She's not guarded with her speech. If she's upset, she speaks her mind freely, right? She's, she's being regular. In the office, however, the colleague is always dressed and made up. She's always very agreeable, very sweet, right? Never mind that when she goes home to her husband, you know, she, uh, she has the privilege of, uh, you know, being uh, in the same thing as your wife, right? This is, this is from the Sefer. Sarashi. Oh, I'm reading it. Sarashi. Sarashi in, uh, Sarashi in Kiseitze. Don't get fooled by the towels, <laughs> Just do it to get into the sheet, you know? I came here from the back door. <laughs> so, uh, so, right? How was they still? <laughs> hey, hey, you can't talk. Only I can talk. <laughs> right, so, so, again, and that's obvious, right? It should be obvious, but you don't always see it, right? Yeah, the secretary is, uh, you know, is, is always looks one way. And the wife is like the Yifas right? Which is uh, all the things that the, the Gemara, the Torah says that the Yifas Taya, you should do to her in order to get her to, to get you not to be interested in her a person's wife is doing you know once she, once she, you know she, once she, Sheva Brachas is over and then uh, you know then uh, every, everything returns to you know and, uh, and, and, and there's a problem there and, and therefore the yeah. there's a second reason why the woman at the office catches your eye more right so he says there's an old Jewish tale of a couple coming to the Rav right they want a divorce so the rabbi he's trying to figure it out he's like is there a different woman that you're involved with right so he asked the husband so he says, yes. So the Rav says, is she smarter than your wife? He says, no. Is she kinder than your wife? No. Is she more attractive? No. The husband says, it's because she's different. Right? Just the fact, right? He brings down here a Rambam. He says, uh, he says the problem with, uh, he says, the, the reason why a person should be married is because by being with the same person actually will minimize his, his taiva eventually, right? When a person's always looking for something new, your taiva is always growing. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Right? Our desires are not designed to evaluate which is the best or more desirable. It's always focused on the other. We always run, right? Just imagine you buy a smorgasbord and there's a whole list of uh, desserts, right? And so you're thinking for a few minutes, what do you want? Do you want this? Do you want this? And once you make your decision, the second you take it, like, oh, I should have taken the other thing, right? That's, that's that. You always want the other thing. The grass is greener, right? And so even if you're happily married and your wife has alamilas, right? That's the reality. In addition, you have mayim gnuvim yim taku, right? It's forbidden fruit. There's a certain, you know, you know, there's a certain danger involved that's, uh, that's very, very enticing. This is a scene that, with variations, has played itself out many a time, right? So again, recognize that there is a danger. Don't be ashamed and ignore the fact that there's something which could happen to anyone and everyone. And number two, don't be ashamed and think that you shouldn't get help because it's something which is very, very shy to happen. It happens, it has always happened, and it will, right, again, you know, uh, the idea of a mistress uh, was very common, you know, in the, in, in back in the day. I mean, Rita, it, was, it wasn't discussed in an open and scandalous way, but it was a, very, it was a reality. I mean, how many of the founding fathers had children out of wedlock with, uh, with people other than their wives? You know, it's, it's, uh, it was a reality. And, uh, and that's, and that's obviously bad. non-Jews, but even amongst the, um, even among, what? It's not a bad thing, but even it wasn't a bad thing. I don't know what mistress means exactly, but having a, like, a child with other girls, 
Okay, yeah, so that's, that's, a, good, that's, that's, a, that's a different topic. But again, I'm talking even even being nichshal in the idea of eshesish is something which is which is you know it's it's not new. I, I think I mentioned it here. The 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 Yaris Tavash, I think I didn't look it up in a while. Where one of his shmuzim, he's yelling about you know chasen kalas that are uh, getting a little bit too close. You know, this is not a, an American uh, you know year 2020 is issue. It's something which is uh, something which is uh, something which has uh, you know it's, it's not a new thing. It's not a new thing. It's important. It's important. It's, it's important to read a to read a history book and, and, to, and to look at the the way things work. I have to ask the bugger again because this is in a lot of ways. Maybe maybe you book a healthy guy and should be and guys should be healthy and that thing. But a lot of different towns out in India, especially. Yeah. I'm saying what the world tries to say is normal. Go to Europe and people do, people make surgeries, switch genders, people decide they are, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, he's going to actually mention, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, probably not this week. Yeah, I think we'll get to it next week. Next week? Yeah, number five. Actually, I'm busy. What time? Same time next week? Same time. I'm going to pick you up. Nice. Really? All right. So, so again, recognizing, recognizing the reality, recognizing the facts, you know, you have to deal with reality and, uh, and recognizing that it could happen to anyone and it could happen very easily. Don't think that you're above it, right? Um, I, I remember listening once to this Rava. He was talking, it was a private shmooze. It wasn't like a public thing. He was giving advice to Rabbanim. He's like, you know, you think that, you know, you're going to be counseling people, like, you know, you're going to have this big cheshek to... You know, to do something with an Asia, like it's it's normal, right? It's something which is you don't think that you're above it, right? Again, uh, you know, current events, uh, you know, big publicized events should uh, should tell you that there's uh, there's no one that's uh, that's that's immune from these challenges. And therefore, the solution is to actually make sure that you don't, right? You have to protect yourself. Don't think, eh, you know, I'm not going to have this issue. I don't have to worry. I can do all the, you know, I can wave the ichad problems. I can do. Okay, we'll talk, you know, practical soon. But uh, recognize that it's something which is very, it's, 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 it's very, very possible and it's probable if you don't watch yourself, right? Because again, you have the other, there's an allure, there's the Mayim Gnuvim, right? You're seeing a fake reality, you're seeing, you know, the Instagram version of a person, not the actual reality of you know, when your wife is home with the kids and making supper and cleaning and, uh, and, and dealing with the stresses of day-to-day life and uh, doesn't look like, you know, uh, you know uh, a model every time uh, you come home as much as, uh, you know, we'd like to wish that, uh, that they were. So what's our primary advice? We'll do one more. Uh, what's the primary avada with regard to Arayas? So he says, he says from his Rebbe Chaim Shmulevitz, right, it says that Hayom Ra'av Ayanis, at the Yardin, right, that this, the Yamsaf saw and, and ran away. What did it see? Yosef. It saw Yosef, that Yosef ran away from Eshes Paitifar, Ayanis Achutza, he ran away. And so too, as a schos, we got Kriyas Yamsaf, that the, the Yamsaf ran away and it split. So he says, what do you mean he ran away? He copped out. He said, that's called being Amir bin Asayin. He ran away with a chicken. He should have stayed and not done the Aveira. That would have been a, that would have been the thing. He ran away. Wow. It's rhetorical. He says when it comes to the Yitzhahara of Arayas, the challenge is met by avoiding it. Rather, well, that's the point. The point is the, the way you deal with Arayas is not by dealing with it and staying there and just trying to overcome the Yitzhahara. It's by avoiding it rather than confronting it. Rav Chaim Shlavitz says, I think, I'm not sure if it's in the same piece, but the Gemara says, right? right? person doesn't do it over unless a Ruach Shtus enters him. So he's like, so why do you get punished? It's a Ruach Shtus. Right? It's not your fault. It's, a, it's temporary insanity. So he says, you know, it says you're standing at the edge of a cliff, right? and then a wind comes and blows you, 
right? It blows you down. He says, the problem wasn't that the, the wind blew you down. The problem was you were standing so close to the cliff, right? The key is to avoid the situations where when the Ruach Shtus comes, you're going to be able to act on it and be do it out right? If we attempt to struggle with it, we invariably will fail. If anything is the Yitzhar that convinces us that we'll have no problem overcoming it, right? The Yitzhar tells you you don't have to worry about it because you're, you're not going to have a problem. Oh, no, you're, you're a strong man. Yeah, I'm strong. I don't, I don't know. I'm a rabbi. That's what, yeah, I'm a rabbi. I'm a... This, I do, I do his boys with this, huh? yeah. <laughs> this reinforces the point that the great battlefront lies not in fighting the sin when it's upon us, but in building appropriate fences and red lines to keep us far, far away from the actual sin. Right? Chazal speak about the native world fencing themselves off from a riot. Similarly, a, 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 a licensed person is called a parrot, someone who broke the fence. What's a parrot? Right? What do you call the parrots? Preachers. It's not because the act of Arias, that's, that's a, it's your parrots because you broke down the fences that should have been instituted. Um, okay, let's do one more just because this, uh, this is the... Uh, you said that I thought we going to do one more. We're going to do one more. I see how much you're enjoying it. I, uh, <laughs> so let's go back to Ram. The first thing he warns about is Yichud. The greatest danger is to be in a situation where sin is possible. Bizarm and Ayichud Shuagoyrim Hagadol. It is the Goyrim Hagadol is Yichud, right? And this is, you cannot get a more practical, and, and uh, right, I remember when, uh, when Vice President Pence, some article came out that he doesn't go, doesn't go out to eat with women that are not his wife, or just with women, right? and people upset at him, how dare he, right? And they're like, you know what I mean? And then you have the whole uh, Me Too movement a week later, which is like, duh, right? It's just such an obvious thing, the ideas of Yichud, right? And again, like in current events, we spoke about counseling, you know, men counseling women one-on-one. It's, uh, it's ridiculous, right? In addition to what's important, it's important to note that the halach has a stricter standard for Yichud in a situation of libay gaspa, right? So if there's a woman who's libay gaspa, you have to be extra careful. Well, this is has specific halachic applications, right? I want to use it as a way of understanding a more general pitfall. Right? We prevent sin by recognizing a series of red lines. Right? As the outer ones become broken, we need to strengthen the inner ones. Our relationship with a person to whom we are close, such as a neighbor, coworker, or cousin, already lacks many of the red lines. Right? There's a certain separateness that we have between men and women. So your neighbor or your coworker, there's, there's already one of the basic lines of society is broken, right? Because that's just the reality. We have to go to work and we have neighbors. Right? And so we need to be extra careful to reinforce that next barrier. Right? We allow ourselves to speak freely without inhibition with neighbors and coworkers. We need to recognize this and devise some of our own red lines with such a person. Right? You have to be very careful. Right? That, and you know, he brings a truth from Amisha at the end, which we'll get to next week. But the idea of, of recognizing those, those red lines, right? the crime, when, when you break those red lines, that's where you have to realize, you have to, you know, you, when you're retreating from one, you need to double down on the next, uh, on the next line of defense. For example, he says there was a, a bus service from Muncie, a Muncie bus. And uh, they wanted to put up a mechitza in between. And I think some of them do have a mechitza yeah, in between. Yeah, sure. So, uh, but he said, he was against it first, right? Rabbi Yaakov was against it. It, wasn't, it didn't feel it was proper to put the mechitza down the thing. But then he said, if it's one of those buses, like, you know, the work buses, where everyone's, it's the same day, people are traveling together every day, right? We're not talking about just on a Lakewood bus one Friday afternoon. But every morning, people take a bus from Muncie to New York or whatever it is, and men and women. So there's a certain mechitza which is broken. The first line of the fence that, you know, we don't hang out with women on a daily basis, right, is, is broken. And so now he said it thought it was appropriate 
to, you know, to, to, again, so I don't know if it applies to all the buses or whatever, but again, the idea that when you realize this concept of Libay Gas, when you realize that there's, this is not just a regular relationship, that there's something which is, you know, uh, exceeding the, so a coworker would be a perfect example, a neighbor would be a perfect example, you know, you have to be careful. There's more Tihicha than mere opportunity to sin. The Kamar Rebbe once observed, he says, Yosef told Eishas Petifar, he says, um, he keeps talking about himself. I think he said. How can I do this terrible thing? The Khatasi and I will do an Avera. He keeps on talking about himself. Well, what about her? She's an Asian Sish, and the non Jewish Asian Sish can't do it either. She should have said, We can't do this. Right? So he says, You know why? He says, Yasef didn't want to be together with her even in a sentence. In other words, he didn't want to talk we. Right? It's a muscle verb, but it's also very real, right? When we talk about we, you're talking about us. No, no, not us, us. You have to keep that line separate, you know? We, in a lot of Jewish offices, they don't call women by the first name, right? A, a reg- to call a regular woman by her first name is okay, but a woman that you're seeing every day with that first line of defense is broken, you know, there, there's an issue there. Right? This is a profound point. Since togetherness is the emotional core of marriage, the yichud itself fulfills a marital need, right? Even just being in the same room together, right? When you don't get married through bia, it's through yichud, right? Because yichud is an act, just being together is a certain togetherness. And just by being together is a problem. Even if you're not going to do anything, there, there's something there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thus, driving together in a car alone or being in an office together alone tends to foster a sense of yichud. Even if by the strict halachic definition, even if you have your, your terrorist why it's okay, the doors are locked, by a ear, but it's, again, yichud is an act of togetherness. And that's, that's, that's a, 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 and that's a gather, that's something which you have to try to, right? There's another aspect as well. A woman's bond with her husband is very focused on the emotional. If you develop a close emotional relationship with the woman at the workplace, even if it's not physical, that's also damaging, right? If you have an emotional connection with another woman, that, that affects your emotion, you know, your connection with the wife. What? It's the worst, yeah. The, what's the word? Emotional. Emotional, yeah. The wife senses that there's another person in her husband's emotional life and it creates difficult stress. So again, so, so just to, to recap. So first of all, recognize Arias is as old as life itself. It's the oldest profession, right? The oldest profession is, uh, right, is uh, Zaina. Right? It's called the world, what's it called? Like the world's oldest profession, I think it's called, right? The idea that it's always existed. It's been a dominant force. The Rambam writes that always, the Rambam writes, the Rambam words, the Yatamaisi Kahal, Bechol's man, Uzman, Sha'im Behem, Prutzim, Barais, the Yasasuras. Right? One will never find a community at any time that does not have people engaged in a rise of Israel. It's never happened, right? It's always that's reality. Recognize that, don't be ashamed of it, and if you're ashamed, then either you'll think, oh, I'm so ashamed to even talk about it that you'll, you're going to let your guard down, or you won't seek help, seek help when you need it. Recognize that you need to take precautions, you need to be careful, and uh, avoid the Nisayan, and the number one, the first line, and the most important is, is Yichud, which is in the halachic sense Yichud, which is very practical, but also in, 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 the, in the practical sense is this idea of Libay Gaspa, that there are certain restrictions, there are certain barriers that, you know, that stand between you and Avera, and when one of the barriers for some reason is broken down, whether it's a neighbor, a coworker, or somebody, right, then you have to reinforce the next ones and, uh, and, and, uh, and avoid that Yichud, that togetherness. All right. Go ahead. <laughs>